Are you tired of losing sales? Do you wish you had proven strategies that would help you increase your sales today, not in three months? You could Google it, but Google is in the information business. And I am in the transformation business. Welcome, Welcome. to the Snack-Sized Sales Podcast, where we will share three actionable sales strategies that you can implement in your business today to increase your sales tomorrow. This includes tactics, tips, and techniques from industry experts, influencers, and sales pros to help you shorten your learning curve and increase your bottom line. The more sales strategies we simplify for you, the shorter your sales cycle and the more money in the bank. Now your host, 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 multi-award-winning sales expert and international speaker, Wesleyan Greer. Hello, welcome to the Snack Size Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Wesleyan Greer. And today we have Elaine Powell with us, and she'll be chatting about the mindset of a profitable speaker. Hi, Elaine. How are you? Hello. I'm very well. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm excited to be sharing with your audience. Thank you so much for joining us all the way from the UK. Yeah, London, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Elaine Powell is a keynote speaker, peak performance, and public speaking coach who transforms the mindset of business owners, entrepreneurs, coaches, and speakers so that they can amplify their voice message and story be the go-to authority in their industry tell stories that go from told to sold get paid speaking engagements and increase their income and impact elaine has delivered hundreds of presentations internationally trained 25,000 people in leadership mindset and public speaking and delivered well over 500 workshops Having curated a TEDx event for three years in London, she's also an alumni of the Cherie Blair Foundation. You have such an amazing background, Elaine. What I'm most curious about is how you got into your current business. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I think it's jumping sort of into a few careers my first career was in law and great money. I just wasn't being fulfilled. And I knew that my life was too precious to spend a third of my life working and I wasn't enjoying it. And I knew something was missing. So I did a personal development course and sat back and thought, what would I love to do with my life? And at the time it was working with young people. So I worked with young offenders in a behavior assessment unit for about seven years. And I think that was my first love of really what it takes to understand who we are as human beings, why we have certain behaviors and the world that we've created, the society that creates young people that can be at times really lost. And uh, I did that for about seven years and then I got the seven year itch and it wasn't, in, you know, I think if you're open to realize that there's a certain point in your life where life knocks for you to move on to the next thing because you're not being expanded. You know, I always want people to listen to that little calling inside of you because it's there to elevate you. And it might be scary, but there's another level for you to expand in life. And so I've learned to listen to that calling. And I went traveling for a year around the world, Wesleyan. And it, it was amazing. I went to 18 countries in one year. 
And when I got back, I think it spoiled me working for somebody else because I was like, I've been my own boss for a whole year. I said when, I said where, and I loved it. And so I started to look for, I guess people say your purpose. I started to look for my purpose. And then I really discovered in that looking that it was really down to me to create it versus searching for it because I'd been searching my whole life and never found it. And uh, I went to a network marketing evening and someone was speaking at the front of the room. He was talking about personal development and he was so inspiring. And I thought, I want to do that. And I joined the organization. And uh, I think within about two weeks, I was presenting at the front of the room. I had a lot of passion and enthusiasm, but unfortunately I didn't have the right techniques. So they weren't making sales (laughs) when I was at the front of the room. So I, I really realized at that point when they spoke to me that I had to be trained in how to really present in a space that creates an opening for people to be inspired for them to see what's possible for themselves. And, you know, presenting is in itself persuasion, which is sales. It is, you know, it's all really sales and learning how to do that from a really authentic space versus it's not about me. It's actually what's best for you. And can you hear that in this conversation? Mm, and yeah, and then so the rest powerful. is, yeah, the rest is history. I, I then jumped into public speaking. I went out speaking at events. I eventually trained how to be a public speaker by some of the best speaking trainers in the world. You know, it's like if you want to become a master at something, learn from people who are really good at, you know, who are the best at it, like yourself. If you want to learn sales, learn from someone who's doing it already. And that's what I did. And uh, yeah, over the years, I've trained thousands and thousands of people, as you can see. That's really amazing. And one thing that really resonated with me, what you said is so many people think when you speak, when you sell, it's all about yourself and the products that you sell, but it's really not. It's about how to connect with the audience, how to connect with the person that's actually consuming your content. And another thing that you told me was you had this aha moment when you were like, I liked speaking, but I'm not making money. (laughs) So let me figure out how to do this. And that kind of launches us right into the topic, the mindset of a profitable speaker. So give us the first tip that you need to overcome to get that mindset. Yeah, I think it's one of the biggest tools or one of the biggest tips I can share because obviously I had to deal with that myself, which is we have so much conversation about ourselves. You know, what if I'm boring? What if I get it wrong? What if I forget? I think a lot of people and myself at the time get stuck in what if I get it wrong? And there's so many people who won't go out speaking because they don't want to look stupid. They don't want to get it wrong. And there's this area of failure in their conversation of failure, imposter syndrome going on for them. And I think something for people to really start looking at is that when you're presenting, it really is not about you. Stop focusing on you because that's stopping you from being present with people. They can feel your energy. Um, You know, the audience is a reflection of you. So if you're consumed with your own thoughts about yourself, 
that's the energy that you're giving out and people can consciously and unconsciously pick up on it. You know, I help people with other really powerful tools, which I can't really share too much in a 15 minute conversation, but there's, you know, really powerful tools for people to consistently get themselves out of the picture. It's not about you. Same with sales. It's not about you. It's not about you. And sometimes I tell people that and they look at me quizzically like, you hurt my feelings. And I tell them, (laughs) your parents love you, your family loves you. But when you're in front of someone else, it's not all about you. I love it. I love it. What's the next thing they need to focus on? Yeah, so I think it still stems from the audience. Like one of the things is really to know about your audience. Why are they there? Because at the end of the day, they're sitting there and they're wondering, I think it's four or five things, five things, W-I-I-F-M, what's in it for me? And if you don't put that in your presentation, if you don't have that first and foremost, that they're listening to you from that space, what's in it for me? If you can then deliver exactly what they're looking for, then it's going to be a real breeze standing in front of people because the pressure is off of you because it's actually not about you. It's how can you share something that will make a difference to them? Like give them so much value that they want to then work with you and have a conversation with you afterwards because they just know you're heart centered and you're really there for them. You know, one thing that I think is so key that a lot of people don't do is asking who's in the audience. Because if you use just that one canned speech all the time, you never know, am I resonating with the actual person? So focus on the audience. What was your acronym again? Can you give it to us one more time? W-I-I-F-M, with him. (laughs) With him, what is in it for me? I love it. And what is the last thing that people can do to speak for profit? Yeah, so it's something that I use in conversations, breakthrough conversations, when people get on the phone to see, you know, how I can help serve them. And I would say that I'm not there to persuade you. I'm there to actually have you make a decision because a lot of times people won't make a decision with the fear of getting things wrong. So I share with them that a lot of people who, because I'm a performance coach as well. So performance as in speaking, but performance in your life to get, you know, the results you want. And there's people who follow the DCR. You can see I'm an acronym woman. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, the DCR is they decide, they commit, and then they resolve. They resolve to work it out. So when I've worked with a lot of high performers, whether they realized it or not, they were instinctively using that. And I didn't realize I was using that in my life. I just thought that I had an opportunity and I would jump in and then I'd either sink or swim. And obviously we're very resilient and we usually swim. There's no failure. You just learn as you're going. And the majority of people don't do that. They don't decide to do something. They will, but not always. So you want to learn how to decide, make the commitment, and then have the resolve that you actually will work it out. Whereas the majority of people do things the other way around. They do the, you know, they just try and resolve. They try and work things out. How can I, is this possible? What if this, what if that? And half the time they talk themselves out of something that was measurably very good for them. That's why they came to you in the first place. And then if they don't talk themselves out, you know, three, four months have passed. They're actually in the same place they were before. That's when they make the decision. They'll decide to commit. 
So I'm always having people do it the other way around. Decide, commit, and trust that you actually will work it out. And I think inside of that, one thing to look at is how do you relate to an audience? Because see, if you're relating to an audience as poor them, they really need me. Oh, they are, you know, I need to help them. Then that's a really different space than coming from it that everybody I stand in front of, everybody I have a conversation with, they are giants. Yeah. They're giants. So of course you'll work it out. I don't have to work it out for you because I'm coming at the space that you're incredible. You are gifted. Everybody is. I say everybody's special, just not everybody knows about themselves. Hmm. So when I have that conversation about the DCR, you know, I just really get them to see that you can work it out because come from the space that you are a giant and you can work it out. So it's a really powerful place to use that framework to relate to people that of course they can work out their money, they can work out time, they can work out having conversations with their husband or their wife and treat them as such. Hmm. So it seems like it really boils down to this mindset, right? Like really focusing on who's on the other side of the mic or who's on in the audience and resolving within yourself that I am here to help a person, right? Having that heart of a servant, really walking into that DCR, as you said, or RCD, because you said you sometimes people do it backwards, right? So I think that those are three very, very powerful things that people have to do. And if they focus less on themselves and more on the audience, that is how you truly turn speaking into a profitable business. I know so many speakers who say, oh yeah, I spoke here, I spoke there. And you ask them, well, how much revenue? How did that affect your bottom line? And they say, well, it did. And I was just doing it because of this and this and that. Well, what's the next step, right? So a question that I have for you, because you've helped thousands and thousands of people, can you give us a case study? Tell us somebody who made the biggest impact on you going from not making money speaking to actually turning speaking into a career and a business. Yeah. So I worked recently with someone who actually hadn't even got a business, but they had an idea. Obviously, they had a few years of experience in their field. They were a coach, but they were just working more one-to-one. And, you know, obviously right now we're in the coronavirus period and people can work one-to-one, but it's actually when you work one-to-many, that's when you can scale something and you can make a huge difference. That's speaking. It's one-to-many and the people who know how to present really powerfully they're the ones kind of making the income right now. And she was doing just one-to-one. So we looked at her business. We looked at where did she want to be? Where did she see herself in two years time? She wanted to launch a group coaching program, but the confidence, once again, mindset, it's all mindset. The mindset wasn't there. So I'm kind of like a tough love type of coach. I'm performance coach. So as far as I'm concerned, your thoughts, your feelings, your reasons and excuses are there to hold you back. Let's just do, you know, get in the space of doing. So she created her group program. She ran some webinars and she'd never run webinars before. And she had 15 people on her program and she made, I think it was around 20,000 US dollars. And from someone who's just doing one-to-one to now running a six-month group coaching program is phenomenal. So, you know, yeah, I just say that whatever you can dream is possible, but the only thing that's going to hold you back is yourself. 
Do not do things by yourself. They will take you triple the time, most probably triple the money because you're going to be losing all that money you could be earning while having somebody to support you to show up because there is someone who's out there looking for you to support them. Mm. And if you're not being visible, how the hell are they going to find you? So get yourself out the way. Find people like yourself. Find people like me to support. I don't say help. They don't need my help. They just need my support. <laughs> and I agree. let us create a plan and then have you accountable fulfilling on that plan. Yeah. And it's all possible. That is amazing. Taking somebody who is in the mindset of, I have to do one-to-one. That's the only way people are going to get value from my program to saying, I'm going to have a group and make $20,000 in the same time, essentially. Because if you coach a group versus coaching one-to-one, it's taking you essentially the same time. That is an amazing, amazing story. So can you tell us, do you have a gift for the audience? Yeah. So talking about coaching, I'm offering a breakthrough, not just even a coaching, for you to have a breakthrough in whatever you're dealing with right now, whether it's your business, your mindset, what's next, presenting. Uh, So a complimentary 45-minute breakthrough coaching session with me. Wow. That is a huge gift. 45 minutes from this world-renowned speaker, coach, consultant, having a mindset breakthrough session. So maybe you're at the first step or maybe you're at that scaling step where you want to double or triple your revenue. So I encourage you to check out Elaine's mindset breakthrough session. You'll see the link in the show notes. And how can people best get in contact with you? Yeah, so they can email me at ep at elainepowell.com. I actually do have a program that starts on the 30th of November, a MindSpeak 90-day intensive. So if you Google MindSpeak 90-day intensive program, you'll find the, or you'll must have the link on the landing page. And uh, yeah, let's have you have some speed and velocity and go into the 2021 already with your plan and implementing your plan for people in January who are ready to go, who's out there to support me? You're like, I'm here because I've already got my plan and I'm in action. I love it. Mind Speak 90 Day Intensive. Thank you so much, Elaine, for joining us all the way from the UK. I definitely appreciate your time. And I know the audience got so many golden nuggets from you. I know that's your term. Yeah, where's my little sign? Golden nuggets. (laughs) Golden nuggets. I love it. I love it. Thank you all for joining us on another episode of Snack Size Sales Podcast. Please be sure to review, like, or comment and stay in touch. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for having me. Take care, everyone. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today on the Snack Sized Sales Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe and leave us a review. Learn how to continue increasing your bottom line by getting simplified sales strategies delivered to your inbox weekly by going to www.snacksizedsales.com. Trust me, your bank account will grow and love you.